0: Welcome to the Nextcloud Podcast. Let's talk about digital sovereignty. Welcome to the Nextcloud Podcast, to the 12th edition of the Nextcloud Podcast today. With me is Nimsha Vijay, and she is a UX designer at Nextcloud. Hi.
1: Hello.
0: So maybe you could tell me a little bit about you and and what you are doing uh, at Nextcloud
1: Um yeah sure so uh hello I'm Nemesha um I'm basically a UX designer or like interface designer at Nextcloud and Um, I don't know I generally make the things that sort of you see I make sure that they like look nice along with Jan and I collaborate with other engineers and make sure that you know the software that we like make in Nextcloud is you know pretty and usable and like not confusing so that's very very um, the gist of what I do I guess.
0: So UX stands for user experience Mm -hmm. so you also work a lot with users then?
1: Um, Yeah, like ideally we would. uh, User testing would be a really big part of uh, user experience uh, design. Um, You know, like I think a couple of uh, I don't know months ago or something uh, when I first started volunteering Nexttar, we did do a couple of rounds of user testing and stuff and that was great. but I think with the thing with open source is that I don't know you don't have the resources to do that like all the time. Okay. but whenever we do do it, it's almost always like very, very insightful. So um, we would work with users a lot.
0: Okay so you, so you you're working a lot with users already that uh, user testing is not necessary or is user testing just too expensive
1: Well it's not uh, expensive as such it would ideally you would do user testing and you know work with like actual like people like the end users and make sure that they understand what's happening Actually I think a couple of weeks ago uh, um, I think Yura designed it a round of user testing and that requires it it is a little bit expensive. You do need funding for that mm-hmm. and stuff, but um, and you need like time, I guess. So I think uh, we would like to <laughs> do that a lot and um, setting it up and stuff and like setting up um, I don't know, a pipeline for that would be really cool. Um, but I don't know, like right now we just do usability and we sort of review. Um, you know the mm-hmm. uh, an app and make sure that it's like you know usable and stuff like that.
0: So as I understand it, uh, UX design is is the bridge between the software developers on one side and, and the users on the other mm-hmm. side, right?
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: Okay. So what is then the difference to normal design? What what is yeah what is the difference? I mean, um, okay, a normal designer just don't think about the user or
1: (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah, normal design is just like it's the most abstract thing ever, and no one thinks about anything. Um, But uh, no, Uh, like so, so when people say like I don't know, normal design, I guess it can include UX design as well, but. Um, I don't know, maybe people associate normal design, like normal inverted commas, with um, maybe graphic design. So that can be like creating icons or illustrations or things like that for a website, maybe, or, you know, things like branding and uh, things like that. While UX design is more sort of uh, limited to the experience of using a software. It can, I mean, you obviously do include, you know, icons as well, because <laughs> icons are a part of software, but um, it's more about how usable a piece of uh, like software is, you know, like how intuitive it is to sort of, um, you. so you open up a software and you want to do something, how easy it, it is to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense?
0: I, I, I hope so. I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> okay Uh, so i I mean uh, at the moment i see my browser and uh, uh, a ux designer then thinks okay there needs to be a lot of space there and some little buttons over there and then a menu there and stuff like that right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah exactly and i mean like I think when we're using a software, it sort of seems obvious, but when we're sort of building something from scratch, there's like a lot of decisions that could be taken. Like a menu can go like over here or over here or over here. And usually there's more than one answer to the to a question, but um, I think finding out and making it sort of, uh, I don't know, optimized for usability is sort of what we do.
0: Mm-hmm. And then if you decided okay the menu should go over there, then you ask users or ask, I don't know, a group of people first if if it was the right decision and if you see, I don't know, a lot of user complaints in your bug tracker or stuff like that, then <laughs> then you decide to move it away or or how's the process?
1: Okay, I mean so usually there's some rationale behind, you know, keeping a menu um in this particular place you know there are like a couple of principles like um behind ux design and stuff like that and generally if those are followed um most of the time it should be fine um but obviously you know that's so you can't really generalize like everything we make just to a couple of principles so um yeah you are right um we if we could test with users then we would do that and we would see where they're having trouble um, sort of getting to where they need to be you know so if you say you want to bookmark this page or something if um, they're able to bookmark it very easily then mm-hmm. it's perfect but if they're like oh no I don't know where I want to you know change the name of this that means there's a gap in usability over there and that's what we would want to fix so that's how it would work with user testing and I mean, like, as you said, if that doesn't work, there's always, like, an issue that someone puts up saying, oh, this is kind of weird or it doesn't work. And we can, like, obviously, like, work to fix that.
0: Mm. And there are also, I mean, different ways. Uh, For instance, for Bookmark, I could just use my keyboard or go Mm -hmm. with a mouse somewhere. This is also part of the UX design to, to have, I don't know, more than one way to solve a problem?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think uh, generally it would. Um, don't you think it's like generally a good idea just to have shortcuts for like commonly used actions? That's something that we try to um, sort of you know implement in like most places. Like um, I don't know in talk. I guess there's if you press the um, space button, you can very quickly unmute yourself or mute mm-hmm. yourself, and when you remove it, it goes. So I think. Uh, you know, obviously, m- like many, many, many ways to do the same thing can get a bit confusing. But for commonly used actions, uh, keyboard shortcuts are a great way to sort of, you know, reduce the time that it takes to sort of do something. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, maybe we could go to an example. What you are actually working on at the moment, um, and yeah, say, okay, what is the first step? We, uh, we you you need to t- take for for this design I don't know to work or stuff like that. Um, is there a project you're just working on for Nextcloud at the moment, which is prominent?
1: Um Well, my, I don't know, biggest project, I guess, I don't know if this would come completely under, you know, like very direct UX design, but I'm sort of updating the design documentation that's there mm-hmm. um, on the, like the developer manual basically, because um it's a bit outdated right now. And I think uh, updating that will, and like sort of giving the developers guidelines as to where um, how to use some components or, like, how to arrange things on a screen will sort of help them get, uh, have good design in the first place. You get it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, what I'm working on right now, um, like, the the sort of biggest project. When you say project, it always sounds, like, way bigger than it actually is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's sort of what I'm working on right now. But on the side, I'm also doing, you know, actual UX design stuff. Like, for example, I think... Um there was there was um oh yeah I think maybe a week ago or something um the mail team was planning to sort of add an event to the calendar directly from mail and for that you sort of need a way to do that right so um it I mean when you say project again it sounds like it's a very big thing it took like like two days or something. so um, yeah, so there was this problem saying, you know uh, we have to find out a way to sort of um, add an event to the calendar from your mail. So and there needs to be some sort of dialogue where the user can interact with and sort of, uh, I don't know, set the date, blah, blah blah as you would for an event. So um, we I came up with a mock-up saying maybe this would work, the title can be here, the from date can be here. To date and time can be here. This can be your calendar that, that you want to link it to, and then like a create event. And then, you know, I sent that back to uh, Jan for Jan's the design lead, by the way, mm-hmm. um, and said, you know, hey, do you have any feedback? And he was like, yeah, it would be better if you maybe remove this heading and move this down so that, you know, um, All of it is arranged in a better way and, you know, it's not broken up and blah, blah. Just, (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go off about like all the rationale behind all the changes we made and that's not important right now. Um, but yeah, so after, so that's usually what happens. So we have a couple of rounds of mocking up, I guess, where we go back and forth and just give each other feedback. Mm -hmm. And there's usually an engineer also involved with this saying, um, yeah, this would work, we could implement this uh, and things like that because obviously they need to be involved in the process as well. So after a couple of rounds of that, we sort of, I don't know, hand it off to them, I guess, saying, uh, yeah, so this is probably the final thing um, and we would want it to be this, this, this way. We If we have to open an issue, we usually do that with a bunch of you know uh, specifications about how it should behave and then the developer does it, I guess. <laughs>
0: Okay, so at least the last part is also then then an open uh, process. So it's in Mm -hmm. in your GitHub account and everybody could see this, right?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. And um, then the developer goes on and develops this thing and then it got merged, I -hmm. don't know, some days or so later. And Mm -hmm. then you again watch over this, this is what you want it to have or how is the end of the process then?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is, I mean, or just
0: the developer develops something and then you yeah, say And oh, then we forget I mean, about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, like we I mean obviously once the developer develops it, we need to make sure that it behaves the way we like we want it to. Um, you know, uh, like visuals are one thing, but I think the behavior of an app so uh you know like how I don't know, how one screen changes um, to another screen and things like that are also pretty important. So we want to make sure that happens. And you know, I don't know, sometimes it might be uh, pretty obvious that people aren't happy with what we made, like this was kind of a bad decision. Um, I don't know, hopefully, usually that doesn't happen. I haven't been (laughs) here long enough where someone was like very, very angry about a design decision we made. But um, yeah. You broke my workflow. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so like, like an issue with like 500 comments or something. Um, but no, so us- users usually have some sort of feedback. People say it's either good or, uh, you know, this could be improved or something like that. So, um, yeah, and then we sort of iterate. I think the process is very iterative. It's not like a one and done sort of thing.
0: Okay. And what? tools do you use I mean you said the word mock-up so mm. um, how does this work which tools do you use which programs you use to make a mock-up is are these open source tools like GIMP for instance or or what is yeah with which pro project pro program you use for this
1: Um, so we use Penport. So Penport is like, I don't know if you've heard of Figma. Figma is like a prototyping uh, tool itself. Um, it's very popular, but Unfortunately, it's not open source, mm-hmm. and Penpot is amazing. It's um, I it's literally a uh, an open source like prototyping tool. So that's what we've been using like since pretty uh, recently. So before that, we probably used like you said, like Inkscape. I've used Inkscape before or uh, Jim. Um, but I think right now, since recently, we have uh, I don't know, Penpot. So it works out pretty well. But I don't know for early stages, you really don't need to have like a software as such. Just Um, putting across your ideas by pen and paper would also work. Old
0: school. (laughs) Traditional Mm -hmm. old school. Okay.
1: (laughs) You don't even need a computer.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay. I'm developing software but I don't need a computer. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, And these is Is this a web application or is this really something I could install on on my Linux machine uh, if I like to you also get into uh, UX design?
1: Yeah it's a web app you don't you don't need to install you can self-host it but it's available as a web app too so you can just um, you know look up penport and it would be there you can just use it on your browser
0: mm-hmm. So okay you need to mock up something and uh, need to discuss it with other people uh, but w- when you start there are guidelines you, you need to follow I mean that there is I don't know this shade of blue for for next Cloud and we do this this way the menu is always right or left or stuff like that
1: mm-hmm. yeah for sure so I think uh, consistency is like very important especially since nextcloud has uh, a lot of apps so um, you know when you go from one app to another app you don't want to you know sort of learn how to use it again you would probably expect the navigation to be on the left and, you know, the settings to be at the bottom and things like that. You don't want to sort of realign every time you move. So um, consistency, like you said, is very important. You probably use the same shade of, I mean, you kind of have to use the same shade of next blue for uh, all the things that you uh, do. Um, and yeah, I think even just generally, there are a couple of principles other than, um, which are not related to consistency and just related to uh, you know, just good usability like, I don't know, uh, if things are closer to each other you sort of associate them more or, you know, if you perform an uh, like a dangerous action probably have a confirmation or like an undo or some, somewhere in there. So those are like, I don't know, rules I guess that you generally like try to follow um, even before like, you know, the feedback or the rounds of iteration or whatever.
0: So it's uh, a little bit uh, psychology uh, mm-hmm. to to know what the user yeah expect. Yeah, we're just mind readers, basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is this a gift, or do you need to study this, or <laughs> <laughs>
1: we were born with it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Scary yeah, guy, like... you're really scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if we really wanted to, we could make the the experience of using something like complete garbage so yeah I guess we are dangerous people
0: (laughs) (laughs) unusable this is unusable I don't like this
1: (laughs) um but yeah I mean there is like um you know human computer interaction is like I don't know it's human computer interaction it's sort of the science behind you know how people use uh you know software and computers and stuff so there are principles behind this and it can be learnt, and it's very 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 interesting um but uh, i don't know fun fact i guess i sort of i didn't study this in college so i just graduated like a i think a couple of months ago A weeks ago, yeah, it was months ago, and I studied (laughs) (laughs) engineering. Um, Yeah, so and I got interested in design like I think a year ago or something like that because it was more, it was more human and it was more uh, I don't know, it was more directly related to how we perceive technology than just uh, you know developing and making apps. It's uh, like you know development is also really cool and that's something that I sort of did like during Mm -hmm. college, but I think I'm I think the how people perceive um, a piece of software is very interesting to me. And that's why I got like interested in design. Um, and yeah, I have like learned, you know, stuff and all that. So I'm like a pro at this now. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not a <laughs> pro. There's always more to learn. But um, yeah, there is stuff to learn. It's really great. It's very interesting. There's a lot of psychology. There's like, um, I don't know, there's a lot of just general, I don't know, design as well, like color theory and things like that. Uh, but yeah there is a lot to learn there's always stuff to learn
0: and uh, did, did, did you read books for this or are there courses I could take to learn stuff like that? Uh, how did you yeah come to your knowledge from uh, of UX design?
1: well there are uh, course there are books and courses. I took a couple of courses and um, I think, you know the really the best way to sort of learn, I guess, is just is to just um, make things and see get feedback. I think that's the best way for me. Like I did, uh, you know, sort of do a structured course for a while, and that sort of gave me a uh, a grip on like the fundamentals. Um, but I think I learned the most like after I started like contributing. I started off as a contributor to Nextcloud. Um, so after I started contributing, and you know, um, sort of. Uh, seeing what feedback what design feedback other people had and sort of making mockups ups and getting feedback on that i think that's the best way for me at least to learn and i'm sure i think a lot of people who do design design will also agree
0: there are also external or third-party apps um, which yeah also need a ux design but they are not from nextcloud Itself, do you look over these um, in in the team and say, okay, this is okay, this fits in our agenda, or is everybody could just do an app and that's fine?
1: Oh, um, yeah, like we have, I don't know, we have this uh, design channel, I guess, where uh, every Tuesday we can review an app. So if any like independent developer or something, wants design feedback on their app, we'd be like more than happy to sort of say, hey, maybe you can, if you do this, then, you know, it would probably be a little bit better or, uh, you know, this, whatever you've done is like perfect and it works really well. So, um, like, I'm sure. Generally, the like on a very broad scale, like most things that people do, sort of do make sense. It's but um, if people wanted feedback, we're always there to you know sort of review it and um, you know sort of give feedback.
0: Mm. And and that there is a consistency between uh, all mm-hmm. the apps uh, in the Nextcloud App Store.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So that's I mean, that's that's a very big part of like what we sort of see, you know, um, if there's, uh, I don't know, again with consistency, you don't want to like make the software be not usable, like just for the sake of consistency. So uh, we, I don't know, we try to sort of balance all those things, you know, like Mm -hmm. this would be, this is consistent, but it sort of doesn't make any sense when you try to like, I don't know, accomplish something like in the app. So we'd probably like, I don't know, have a middle ground or something like that. So yeah. That's usually, I don't know, how we get feedback, I guess. <laughs>
0: okay. You just said that uh, you contributed before to, to Nextcloud and, I don't know, m- maybe to other open-source projects. So how was your way to to becoming a Nextcloud employee?
1: Um, it was very cool, actually. Um, I started off as a contributor, like, as, as a design contributor um, itself. And I sort of, I don't know... Uh, Joined Nextcloud, I guess, as a contributor through the Nextcloud Include program, which is like the diversity and inclusion program, um, which said, you know, like if you're from an underrepresented community in open source and tech, uh, you know, we offer mentorship and stuff. And that was like really appealing to me. Um, So, you know, I, you know, sent a bunch of emails and I was sort of part of the contributor group. It was Mm -hmm. really cool. And then I, in the beginning, I was just, you know, sort of getting a lay of the land and I was hanging around on the design calls. But then eventually I started uh, making mockups for, you know, deck and stuff. I think deck was the first like mockup that I made was very cool. I was like very proud of myself for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I did that for a couple of months and then like eventually... You know, I think, you know, everything worked out great and I like loved contributing in the first place and I love working over here now. So, like, um, I got converted to an employee and it was great. It's, it was pretty nice. And Nextcloud was the first uh, open source project that I sort of contributed to because I wasn't sure about, um, you know, so I got to design like last year and the there's not as much of a design presence in open source as there is a developer presence. And when I saw that you know there's like a design lead in Nextcloud that's Jan, um, I don't know, I was very excited. And they like the website had a complete design page, and so I sort of knew that you know they like I could I could get mentorship and stuff, and I could learn and I could grow and I could sort of contribute over here <clears throat> properly. So sort of that's why I don't know I was very excited about Nextcloud like in the beginning.
0: Okay, then. So it was more than someone asked you to join Nextcloud as an employee. Then uh, you didn't apply really for a job. That just you just got sucked into to uh-huh. Nextcloud, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it was great, honestly. Like I think I'd been sort of contributing for a while so when i joined as an employee there were a lot of familiar faces so it sort of i don't know it felt very nice
0: okay so nothing changed much than just you get yeah, paid for, um, for your was, work
1: <laughs> exactly it was great um i don't know i think my transition from contributor to employee was really cool because this is i consider this to be like my first I don't know I just graduated right so it's sort of like my first job as well and it's like it's really cool I think for me I, I'm someone who like values open source as well and like just the culture and the idea and philosophy behind open source so it's really cool that I got to sort of work over here um sort of like my first job outside of college it's really cool
0: Okay. And now you're looking also at other open source projects. I mean, okay, now you have a full-time job, but but maybe you also like to contribute to other open source projects or is this not on the agenda at the moment?
1: Um, I actually, I attempted to in my last semester of college, um, I tried to get involved with a couple of other projects, but I think I was a college student. I had an internship with another university and I was contributing to Nextcloud. So I think there was no way I could balance all of those. So um, I had to like stop in the middle and be like, you know, calm down, just like do a couple of things at a time. Um, But yeah, like right now, I think, I think the idea of open source design is very uh, interesting to me and how people like, you know, I was a contributor. And I had like a really cool experience, like sort of getting involved in open source design. So that's sort of what I've been exploring and looking at now. Like, um, I'm part of, I don't know, I've been contributing to, I don't know, the Open Food Network, which is, uh, it's like sustainable agri-tech, agri-tech basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 's something that I got involved in a couple of months ago, but had to put on hold so um I sort of started getting involved again, and you know it 's been pretty cool. I chose that because it was it seemed like a very interesting premise like it was about you know connecting sort of uh you know farmers around the world and like local produce to like consumers and that that concept just seemed interesting even as like a non-open source idea it just happened to be very cool that it was all open source and sustainable so i've been involved in that and just generally i like the idea of uh, like contributor based work in general like uh, i think open source is a really good model of like uh you know computer support- supported collaborative work and i've just been interested in the idea of you know Everyone having ownership over a piece of software that they've been using. So, um, I really want to study more about you know the dynamics of that, all the different like roles that people can have in an open source um, you know project because it's not just devs. Like I'm a designer. I'm sure there are more like there are more community members and stuff. So. Um, yeah, that was a very, very, very long answer to your question. But in <laughs> short, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. And what would you suggest for other people uh, trying to get into into design or, or open source design? Would you say, okay, just go to a project, just go to the, I don't know, mailing this chat room um, and ask questions or start working or... Yeah, what would what, would you say? Okay, I'm I'm a, I'm a student, and I also like maybe design and want to start. What should I do?
1: Um, I think um, if you're interested in open source, then opening issues with uh, with you know comments about the usability is something that's like very valued. I think because um, I don't know devs are really concerned about making things work so I think feedback about usability would be very useful so I'm sure that that's sort of how like opening issues is sort of how we communicate in open source as well so um I don't know that's probably what I would suggest you to do but if you if you want to contribute to open source pick an open source app uh you know use it see how you like it take notes and then put those notes on github and say hey um you know maybe you can improve this like this uh, blah blah blah. Suggest a couple of solutions because I'm sure if you have a problem, uh, you can also you know see how it could be solved. It's not necessary, but it's always great to have a solution. Um, and then you can you know discuss with the devs. And I think that process is very cool. So yeah, I think open source design. And I don't know there are a bunch of other ways also. Like over here, there's a pretty uh, like in Nextcloud, there's a pretty solid design. I don't know culture, I guess, because design is something that we sort of talk about. Mm-hmm. So over here, it's like um, it's a bit nicer than other places where uh, most of the issues are just about you know this bug is not I mean there's a bug over here or this thing is like there's like a log that doesn't make sense or something like that. So I think wherever there isn't much of a design culture, usability can usability issues will also be I don't know helpful, I guess.
0: How big is the uh, design team or roughly uh, at Nextcloud? How many are you?
1: Well, I don't know. For actual design design, it's uh, just me and Jan. We do most of the work, but we do make sure that um, everything that... uh, People put out and make or something is sort of, you know, decently usable. Mm-hmm. But it's honestly, it's not just like two people. Like all, most of the engineers um, at this point do understand usability. There's, uh, you know, a lot of the front-enders, they, are, they have really, really, really great design sense. And it's very cool to see people who are building stuff also have an amazing design sense. So in that way, like, I don't know, officially, I guess, like, I'm a designer and Jan's a designer. But I think there's way more than just two people on the design team.
0: Okay. And how do you work together? Uh, I mean, are there regularly calls or... or... I mean, okay, because of of COVID, I mean, (laughs) you can't see each other in real life, I think. But uh, how does this work? I mean, and also you are on the other side of the continent. Um, Mm -hmm. How is the the working together with the other next clouders?
1: Um, I mean, it works fine. Well, there isn't much of a time difference for me. So I'm based in India and it's sort of like three and a half hours ahead uh, of Europe. So... Um, I don't know and I like get up late anyway so it works out fine <laughs> okay, for me okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if we so, get
0: up at, at 6 then uh, it's okay if we yeah, get up exactly. at 9 or but so, I don't yeah. know
1: it might be a problem if people in Europe also get up late so then it's just like we're back to square one uh, <laughs> but yeah uh, it's really not that much of a problem honestly because the time difference is never I don't think it's that much of a problem at all at least for me maybe someone living on maybe like the uh, the us or something might have issues i have no idea how that works but for i don't know ist like indian standard Time, it's like not an issue at all but um otherwise we do have regular calls we have a call every tuesday like i mentioned where people um if any independent devs want feedback on their uh, app we do that or we also just uh you know sometimes review already existing things that where sort of that's part of the that's a part of Nextcloud itself, like you know, mail or talk or something like that. So that's um, and all most of the design uh, discussions happen on the design uh, channel itself, or again it happens on GitHub where someone opens an issue and we um, you know have like we discuss comments over there. So I think remote collaboration is working fine. There are really no issues with that. Even like without COVID, this would be like completely fine.
0: <laughs> and Nextcloud is also a tool for this. <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> works out great, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you very much um, for yeah explaining to us how, how a UX designer works, what, what this is yeah and and maybe if someone wants to get into this field yeah check out uh, other open source projects just start or go to Nextcloud. just uh, into the bug tracker and say oh uh, this would be fine if, if if this is here or there and then um, there is a discussion about this okay Um, nice you
1: got it i mean you can start (laughs) contributing now you got it (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) i got it hopefully our listeners uh, will get it also Mm -hmm. and uh thanks uh, namisha for explaining this whole thing to us and maybe we see each other on on another occasion
1: yeah it would be great it was so great to be here thanks for having me Bye -bye. bye bye yeah bye